right, so where was we at? You saying? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so I made that song. You don't, oh, they don't even know. Right. Uh, I right. posted it on Instagram. I remember you swiping up on it. You're like, bro, I fuck with this. It's so hard. And like, without like the beginning of me making music, like I felt like I had to have people listen to my shit. So I was like forcing people to listen to my shit. Like right. I was sending it to them. I was doing this. I was doing that. And I like quickly realized like that's not the type of energy that I want. Like right. me having to like force people to listen to my shit. Like you should wake up on a fucking Tuesday, 9 a.m., 8 a.m. on your way to work and be playing my shit and posting right. on Snapchat without me asking. Right. Like if you really fuck with somebody's music, you're gonna do that type of shit. It's organic. You know what I mean? Like I'll have my friend Brian literally on the way to work send me a snapchat of him listening to my music i didn't ask him to play that that morning i didn't ask him to buy my song on itunes you know what i mean the only thing i really ask people to do is come to my show because i mean you gotta like promote your show but i got music everywhere yeah and if you're not listening to it you're not a fan if you're just here to say this and that and hopes that i make it big or in hopes i do this and then come back at me later like Hey, bro, remember when I fucking reposted your song on Instagram back right. in 2018? Like, yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? And that's, I mean, it's part of the process, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, it's just wild, though, bro. Like, uh, I don't know. I know that you was, you were definitely a trailblazer. You and Clinton were the first ones that were like, you know, this is possible. But like you said, uh, when you're trying to force people to listen to your shit, for me at first, it's like you don't realize that there is the whole world or that you can even have access to them. So that's kind of what I was doing, you know? Exactly. I was trying to do the local support thing, but at the same time, the it's, whole world it's, it's going to come from people you would not expect it to come from, bro. The people you would expect to like listen to your shit. I mean, I've had it lucky because I got a really solid, good group of friends that for real like listen to my music and, you know, always buy tickets to my shows, even if they don't go, bro. Like, you ain't even got to go to my show. Like, if you buy a ticket, like, you're helping me get paid. Like, it's it's $15. I can see you go spend $15 at Taco Bell, but you can't send me $15 for a ticket. Like, fuck out of here. It's just, it's what it does is it keeps you, it's an intention show. Really, it's like a testament. You know, it's like these, these moments are testaments, I feel like. So it's like, um, and that's kind of why I, I don't know. I regret kind of, I don't know, a lot of the things I've done, like you said, I regret kind of just being so on my Snapchat about it. Like I would rather post it to like the world. I'd rather, I don't know. I don't want to ask, like you said, I don't want force. All these, all, yeah, it's, it's forced energy, bro. Yeah, like you should rather organic. You know, like, people, and half the time, like, even if I posted it on my Snapchat story or Instagram story, like, people are just going to, like, listen, like, click the volume button, hear what's playing, it's a, oh, it's a beat. Skip right, right through it. You know right. what I mean? Like, they ain't taking the time to, like, realize your growth, realize right, right. this, realize that, like, it's not, like, the support is not where you came from, bro. It's always yeah. going to be outside the circle. Hundred fucking percent. It's almost like when I listen to my own music, bro. I hear it from. It's like I, my insecurities are attached to it or something. Like when I hear like a beat you made, my insecurities ain't attached to it. I hear it super objectively. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I hear my snares and I'm super critical of them. I'm like, <laughs> is that the right snare? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think like that with other people. But you beats. also just started making beats, right? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to tap into that mode where it's like. Like, when I was first making beats, bro, I mean, I had FL Studio, and I, like, listened to it, and I'm like, yeah, it's kind of sound all right. Like, then I listened to uh, that big-ass producer on fucking YouTube. 
AP music over AP, whatever it is. Right. Um, his beats were always fire, and I was the same way. I'm like, how the fuck can I not get my 808 to hit like that? Right. Why are my kicks not layered the way that his are? Like, right. You know what I mean? But then I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to think like that. Yeah. So I would go watch. I would just go educate myself. Right. You know what That's I mean? All you like, can do, bro. you know what I mean? Like, if you ever felt bad about your beats or this and that, like, just don't take so much criticism on yourself. Learn from it. Educate yourself. I always started a new beat whenever I didn't fuck with it. If there was one thing off of my beat, I was like, fuck this, scratch it, open up a new one. You think like, that's a bad thing or do you think that's a good thing? I mean, it's got pros and cons. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a challenge. Like, you know, if you start making the beat and, like, you're not really fucking with it, like, it's like, damn, like, how can I make this beat better? Right. And you start putting all this time and all this effort into it and then it's just mediocre to you. Yeah. Rather than just, like, starting from scratch with a new beat and you're like, all right, let's switch the vibe up. Let's get different drums in here. Let's get different hi-hats. You know what I mean? Like, it just change the vibe and kind of give you a sense of, like, okay, you can't be scared to let go of certain shit that you drop or certain shit you're working on because the next one could be a fucking banger. You know what I mean? And what I realized, too, is, like, when you're thinking in your head, I'm trying to make something good, right? And you make three or four or five things. It's like, this might be to somebody this level of good. This might be to somebody, you know what I'm saying? But... You had the same intention throughout all of it. Yep. And that's what's dope about, like, perception. You know what I'm saying? It's like somebody could just not even. Exactly. I mean, you love your shit, man. Yeah, I mean, you you brought that to my eyes, bro, like, multiple times. When I drive some, or I got so much shit in my Google Drive right now that I do not fuck with. And then, like, I'll send it to you, and they're like, bro, that shit is fucking hard. And I'm like. I guess it is kind of hard. Yeah, it's like your insecurities or something are attached to it. Like, it's so weird. I don't even understand. You got to let go of that shit, bro. And I mean, I'm still learning that in certain situations. Like, I I showed Anthony, like, four or five songs I got unreleased. And I'm like, yeah, they're very mad. And he's like, bro, you literally have an entire, like, you're bitching about not dropping new music. You have music in your fucking, like, catalog, homie. Drop that shit. You got an album, bro. You know what I mean? Uh, you played me one record last time when you was riding around, bro, and it was hard as fuck. And I was like, yeah, dude, that's that's one of them ones. This, yeah, that's tight. Like, I would look back on that like I'm proud of this creation. You know and I, mean? I was probably like, yeah, this one's kind of all right. Like, you know what I mean? But what do you think? What do you think is – why do you do that, you think? Same shit every artist goes through, bro. Like, But, like, you, what do you think – What do you? what is your goal? Are you going to eventually put them out or are you going to just keep them stacked up? You chalk it up as like that's a stepping stone and learn that's a learning experience. That's what's hard, bro. Like there's like that that beat that I showed you had like I always put my dates as my beats right. when I make them before I find a name for them. So that one that I sent you that was like March twenty second, twenty twenty two. I didn't even know that was in my fucking Google Drive, bro. I was sitting at work <laughs> just listening to all my shit and I was like, damn bro, why did I never put this out? Like this song, this fucking beat is hard as fuck. But at the time, I probably listened to the beat. I was probably like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, right. that beat's cool. Let's make another one. Right. I, I think what's really hard is that I am such a fucking perfectionist. Yeah. And it's such a curse and a blessing at the same time, bro. Like, if I think one little thing is off in my voice, in my verse, right. in my beat, I don't want nothing to do with it. Do you think that's a control thing? Like... You know what I mean? Like I think so, bro. It's like you want to control every aspect, right? To make it the highest point, like the highest potential. And and that's I think that's part of the drawback when it comes to like, is anybody else gonna fuck with this?
this. Right. And like, I got to tap out of that mindset of like thinking like about the results and the people listening to it and this and that and come back to realizing that I'm the one making this. If I think it's fucking hot, it's fucking hot. If I think this verse is hard, this verse is hard. And right. just kind of scale back on other people's opinions or that fear or anxiety or whatever the fuck it is of like me dropping this and it being a flop. Like that's what, obviously that what like is. I ain't got no fucking hit records. Like all right. my shit's low key a flop, right. but it's still hard as fuck because I know it is. And I fuck with it. Like, flop is a weird thing because does that really matter if if the music's dope? No, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? No. Because it, and it's there forever. So right. in five years that could get big. You right. Know, and you still own it. Right. I mean, when I drop, so I drop everyone know. I moved back from Illinois. I had all my recording equipment over at uh, Rocky's house. You know, Rock for Cola, right? Yep. High school. Bro. <laughs> I had this, this fucking MacBook sitting on his mini furs. <laughs> my mic sitting on. It was this mic, but it was a. I didn't have this stand for it. I had a stand-up stand. So it was my MacBook, keyboard, mouse on the mini fridge, the mic standing next to it. Um, and I was like, Rocky, I got the song. It's dope as fuck. Can I come over after work and record it? And he was like, yeah, duh. So I come over. You know, he's got his dogs in the fucking cage. Like, they're <laughs> fucking out there making noise. And, like, I recorded the song. And I think a year or two later, I made a music video to it. Right. So when I dropped the music video to it, the numbers on the song from two years ago right. shot the fuck up. Right. So you never know like when a song's gonna blow. I mean like shit. Same thing with fucking Russ. All these songs like losing control. Right. Um, what they want, all right. this shit came out in like twenty fifteen. Yeah. And he really got popping in what, 2017, 2018? Yeah. yeah. Like but that's why I like making music is because it's like history in a way. Yeah. It's a timestamp. Yeah. Like yeah. I dropped this song four years ago well guess what nine years later that bitch is booming the same thing with that fucking uh the artist that made that song for stranger things right whatever bro she dropped that song back in the 70s you know how much fucking money oh, she's making yeah, right now yeah, bro i just heard about that yeah, dog yeah. you realize how much money she's making right now and that's the key with timeless music bro, bro it's crazy that's that's why you gotta focus on the music. That's the right? type of shit you gotta hold on to. You know what I mean? Like, what I just I don't know, bro. Because I know that like I don't know, like I hundred percent. If I was in charge of your music, I would have done fucking put it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just because, like you said, there's you just don't know, bro. Like you somebody can love this shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. Somebody can love this shit, and it's like the shit like they're jamming every morning, and it's. I'm saying, like, if you got an idea, and you got the song finished, or this and that, like, just put it out. Just put it like out. You ain't got nothing to lose. Why? I mean, if you don't get if you don't get enough plays on it, cool, whatever. Like, you put it out and you move on to the next one. Bro. Right. Like, there's always the next one. There's always the next time. Like, but it's ever evolving though, because I do that too. I put out a beat and don't get no plays, and I'm like, bro, this is like the hardest feel, beat. Yeah, kind of feel a little weird about it, yeah. bro. Like, so yeah, that's I, just being too attached to the results. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta tap, like you said, tap out of that, bro. Just just make the shit. Put it yeah. out, make it, put it out, make it. Now, a lot that's helped me with that type of shit, though, is, like, meditating, bro. For I didn't start meditating until, like, probably a year ago. And, like, I mean, it might sound corny or cliche or something, but, like, bro, meditating is fucking OP. Like, 
I'm talking like, yeah, that shit just brings you back into like the center of like the present rather than like focusing on the past, right? Having anxiety about the future, not even like in real life terms, like just music or anything. Like, right. you know, I might meditate before I fucking record a song and it's like, it just clears my mind, bro. And I'm like, cool. And I'm gonna drop this shit on you. Fuck me. Anybody thinks it's whack or not. Like, right. it makes you still, it's still, yes, bro. Mind. Like, it's just zen the fuck out. This is where I'm at right now. This is what I'm doing. There's no outside influences on it, and this is how it's going to be. Well, bro, especially because you got, like, a catalog. Like, even Russ said, bro, he had 26 songs before he started doing the one-a-week thing. He had that half a year worth of records just till he had that. Exactly. Like, bro, you got enough catalog to drop every week for how long? <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? How many, things, how many songs do you think you got finished? Shit. It's got to be at least over, like, 15. See, that would, like... Bro, that would easily that's like build three, up. Four months. You know what I'm saying? That would easily build up every week. That's something I've been trying to do with the podcast episodes. Because like you said, bro, we're learning on the job with this shit. And I monetize <laughs> the first thing. So I'm looking stupid on the internet. On the internet, I'm looking stupid. But it's like, bro, I don't know. Fuck it. Learn on the job, bro. You learn as you go, bro. And at some point, you'll look back on it like, like fuck it. You know what I mean? I just took a leap of faith. Fuck it. That's how that's how my life's been, bro. I'm fucking I'm so obsessed with taking risks, bro. Like it's crazy. Like moving to Illinois. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Who the fuck gets up, moves to Illinois? I was like, what the fuck's he You know what I mean? <laughs> bro, I was there. I was there for three years. But like yeah, at the same fuck. time, like I got I finished my degree. All right. I'm a first time fucking college student in my family. Yeah. That's huge. I got my fucking kick ass dog. That is, that's a big deal, bro. You know what I mean? Like, cause I, I mean I went to Moorhead for two years. Then I I quit. I dropped out, and I was like, "Bro, fuck this shit." And then when I moved to Illinois, I'm like, "Damn, I got an opportunity to go back to school. Fuck it, I wouldn't have got this if I didn't fucking move here." And right. I didn't even think about getting my degree when I moved to Illinois. You know what I mean? That's the type yeah. of shit when you take a risk, like it opens right. up more doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And the same thing with my job now, bro. Like when I when I first told a lot of people I was going to TQL because it's a sales job. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, it's a pyramid scheme. Right. It's this, it's that. You ain't going to make it. Like, oh, this and that. My perspective was, well, hey, guess what? I got a job for at least the next six months. You know for what sure. I'm saying? Like, who knows where this could go? For sure. And guess what? I just got paid a $16,000 check. That's a good living, bro. Like, <laughs> that's a good living. And, and it's just, that's where my head is. Because if I get an opportunity coming at me, I'm going at it with a full head of steam. And it shows you how, like... Everybody else is like how much you want to distance yourself from everybody else because you do so much so better average, alone, bro. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. It's like you don't I've realize always it. been like that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it though for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like you're in that spell of like just I don't know what it is. Even I don't know. I quit a lot of shit just because of you. I don't know, bro. I mean people, habits, yeah, all that type of shit. Like it's just weird. And that's what I learned when I moved to Illinois. I spent a lot of time by myself. Like, yeah, I had a girlfriend up there for a while. Um, but, like, for that three years, bro, like, I didn't, I mean, I was 22, 20, New. yeah, 22, 21. Living in an apartment by myself. New state. Nobody you know what I mean? Go it's house. cold as fuck up there. It's, right. like, negative 10 degrees. It's windy as fuck. I'm driving a Honda Civic, like, in the snow. Like, See, that was, yeah, that's it was terrible. Like, uh, but like, then again, uh, like, I learned a lot of. You know, I, I learned a lot more about myself. Like, I've always, like, had a good grip on, like, myself just because yeah. the way that I was brought up. Right. But, like, being in Illinois, like, 
taught me some different shit about like spending time by myself and yeah. dumping shit and energy into what I want. And that's why I started making music when I moved there. You know, I realized too, like, uh, I've talked about this on like one of these past podcasts we did, but like a lot of your decisions, bro, like, like your decisions kind of affect how you feel in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, hell yeah. if you're making a bunch of like decisions that you feel guilty about, you just feel guilty all the fucking time. You know what I'm saying? If you're making like taking risks and making decisions that are on faith and shit like that, it's just rewarding. It's just it's a different feeling, bro. And like, at the same time, having people that are like doubting you and this and that, and then like once you do it, then they're telling you they're proud of you and shit. It's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> like, it's just where I'll keep that same energy you had at the beginning, bro. It's like, just for me. I feel like their 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 opinions are with the wind. Like it doesn't really stand on nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's because a lot of people, I think, realize that they don't have potential to be anything other than the fucking American standard, bro. And I think it's it's either clear just hate, fear of somebody making it doing something that they can't fucking do, or just for the simple fact that they would never try this because they're too scared of others' opinions. But I try to empathize just because, like, there was a point where I wasn't under that spell. You know what I'm saying? Where I wasn't even, I didn't have that revelation of, like, you know what I'm saying? You got to have that revelation first before it's like, you know what? Fuck it. You know yeah, what I mean? 100%. But you have to have it. Sometimes 100%. you're under that spell and you're just not thinking clearly. 100%. Like, I mean, when I was first, like, when I first started making beats and I was sending them to people and they would just be like, yes, that's pretty dope. Right. I'd be like, you want to write to it? And they'd be yeah. like, yeah, send it over. Never hear nothing back. I'm right. like, damn, bro. Like, maybe my shit is trash. Well, that's the thing is, in the beginning, like, in your head, it's like, I know I'm capable of it, you know, yeah, yeah. so it's like, you haven't quite put that time in, actually, no. your skill level hasn't quite lived up to exactly. that, but at the same time, you're learning on the job, so. And then once you get to a position where, like, you know, like, I mean, there's always a pattern to everything, it's like, once you get into the, the level to where, I mean, I just made a simple beat in, like, yeah. 10 minutes. Right. Like that's the ten thousand. Back in the hours. day, that probably would have took me. You know right. what I'm saying? That probably would have took me hours to just fuck with some shit like right. that. Because yeah. I'm watching YouTube videos on how to make a hi hat pattern. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's the now 10, it's like, cool. hours. That's what I'm saying. So but it's like that's what I realized is like the talent was always there, right? But you got to you don't you don't have the information. Information resources. Right. Knowledge. Like. But it's crazy how far you can come in a short period of time, bro. Like. You know, it's insane. Even, it's insane. Even a lot of the shit we're doing is, I don't know, and it don't have to blow up overnight. No, hell no. There's no, I mean, the quicker you get into some shit, is the faster you get out, bro. Right, right. The quicker you blow, the quicker you get out. I mean, it's the people that really have just put, like, countless and countless and countless hours, days, like, months, years into the shit. Right that might fall off a little bit and then bounce right fucking back. It's not the people that, you know, blow up with one song. Now they got a fucking record deal and they realize, oh, guess what? We ain't selling the artist no more. We're selling this one song. So now if you don't drop another fucking good song, this man's going to be toast. You know what I realized? It happens so fucking often. Right. 
because people are tapping into the song rather than the artist. Because the artist ain't, true too, ain't got no catalog, bro. But that's, I feel like that's on the listener. You know, a lot of that falls on the consumer. Like, uh, I feel like I listen for the artist. You know, I ain't really like the song is dope, but you can tell like when you hear a Russ record for the first time, you're like, I feel like he's capable of doing this more than once. You know, it's like he ain't just 100%. this one record. Type and you guy. know why? why because fucking 10 years ago, right. he was putting out 11 albums. Time. He was putting out the same type of songs he's making now. He just had a lesser quality. He just had lesser this. Like, then he fucking learned and he fucking grinded. He did this and that. And he's putting out bangers. You know what's crazy though, Dustin, bro? It's like, there's other ways to monetize your shit too. Like, bro, you can pitch your music for syncs. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's mean? sync websites that what they do is like people who are looking for or making movies or making content, they submit, uh, submissions to this to these websites and like people pitch their songs like i'll ask oh i want an instrumental of male vocal instrumental and they'll put it on this website and people like us will pitch our music to them to see i kind of send them a link or some shit well it's like you put the you put the file on that website mm. you know what i'm saying so they can just listen to it i ain't but even heard of you that. get paid for that you know what i'm saying like you get paid to get put in these videos damn so there's all kind of different ways bro, to monetize your shit. There's so, I mean, that and on top of like, there's a lot of dope ass artists out there that are like doing shit for an independent artist. Yeah. Uh, Joyner Lucas, for a fact, he made the Tooley app. What's that? Uh, the Tooley app, I think it's like a monthly subscription, um, but you can like record shit and just post it up on there. And he has like challenges. He'll be like, hey, he put out like the ISIS beat. Have you heard ISIS with yeah, him? Yeah, and, yeah. Him and Logic. He was yeah. like, whoever wins this challenge we'll get a feature with tech nine or a feature with this or feature with that like right. he's given artists like there's so many opportunities to progress right. that it's like why won't i do this like you know what i mean like it's like too uh, a lot of this music bro is like uh i don't know it's kind of just touching on what i just said but it's like uh it can hold its value for a long time it's almost like stocks like you can pitch your song that you made five years ago and get it in a movie this year you know so it's all super weird bro the fact that it's like i'm gonna have to get that website it sounds pretty dope bro, check, check out song trader songtrader.com and it's like you put your songs on there i'll put that in my notes are you um are you like with the uh, performance rights organization no like bmi or ascap uh i think i did have a bmi when i was on TuneCore, but i can't remember right it's i think it's a two-year contract so if you if you did it if it's uh two years you know what I'm saying it might be over but it might you might still be on the contract but even something like there's different kinds of royalties bro like if people play your songs at a concert you're you get paid for that or like a DJ at an NBA game yes, exactly right? like that's a pub that's what the publishing deal does like uh, that's why you want a publishing administrator like if I play your music somewhere that I don't know how exactly it works but you're supposed to get paid for that and you wouldn't realize that like if we record this, this is an interesting thing like if i played a song of yours on this podcast I and somebody streams that does that count for your song you know what yeah 100 i mean if it was played through the podcast yeah see that's so, so that's, the thing is is like i mean if they play it through like apple music or spotify like there's no right, exactly. because you know what i mean right but if they because i distributed it to those exactly yeah now if they're somehow got a hold of my song and they're playing it on their Twitch, right? They're fucking using it for a YouTube video. Yes. If they're doing anything 
that can make them money or get them views and it's my song hitting my world right. speech and that's what's a lot of these that's what's dope about soundcloud is even those people who had those tracks that had those loops already monetized like i tried to monetize this beat i made and i couldn't because somebody already monetized it okay. that loop so that's yeah that's what i started just saying fuck these loops bro i'm not to start making melodies you know what i'm saying because have you been watching videos all I, honestly bro I, the last video i watched was about something like just like every other every other key and that really helped me out a lot just making like chord progressions yeah that's what you need i think that's the the biggest part about you need to learn music theory right chord progressions um and honestly for melodies bro you, you might have to get some plugins i got i just got kind of tapped into the plugin game recently plugins are fucking crazy you doing anything after this hell no nah. you want to fucking make a couple beats or something cook some shit up homie i'm chilling yeah i got hella plugins bro i actually just recently downloaded some dope plugins so i want to i want to see what we can do with that bro because i know <laughs> last time we here we cooked some shit up it's like with the plugins it's like all right say if i got like a simple piano i mean like let's say this was our melody that we made up with the plugins if the instrument sounds like this standard you can add shit to it. I can add a reverb. Right. I can cut it in and out. Like, Sounds like a whole new instrument. But you can't do that if it's already a loop. Right, right. I right. mean, yeah, sure. If I wanted to, I could pitch this down or. Exactly. And that's what I, I didn't realize. Way. And even that saves the monetization thing. If you do that, I'm pretty sure you're like somebody could make money off of it now. Like you did something to it, right? So I'm pretty sure you're not monopolizing it. Right. Ain't that what it would be? Ain't that, is that the right word? I don't know. I would say because yeah. you really own if you monetize it, you you fucking own it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean it's your loop. All those loops I monetized, I technically own. If anybody tries, oh to yeah, I mean, shit. oh yeah. Even if they you like take, mean? even if they take your original loop and cut it and do this and that or edit it in any way, you will definitely get your royalties for that. You know what's crazy, bro? I mean, that's bro. just like uh, vanilla ice, bro. Ice Ice Baby got fucking, he got sued like crazy for that song. Right. You Pretty sure I mean? he said it goes to gold every year. Still. Yeah. And he probably don't get no royalties for it <laughs> because he sampled it from another song. Right, right. And those record label people ain't fucking around with that. Right. That's what's crazy about, I don't, I, I'm a lot uneducated on it because there's like three different kind of like, like there's the masters, which is the whole composition. There's the publishing, yep. which is the lyrics. And then there's the, like well, royalties or um, like. when it comes to it, so like a lot of like producers or artists, um, they can give you like a lease. Right. So like you can pay them 30 bucks for an MP3 of the beat and you can only, you can't use it for music videos. You can't do this. You right. can't do that. There comes with like stipulations of each right. like thing. But you know, if you pay, there's a lot of beats on YouTube where it's like, okay, $35 lease. $50 premium lease where you can use it, use it in a music video or right. put it on Apple Music or this and that or $350 and the beat yours, you own all rights right, to it. Right, right. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it. Right. So there's stipulations with each cost of royalties. Um, but I mean, if you buy that shit out and you own that shit, you can do what the fuck you want with it. That's, that's what's dope, bro, about making your own melodies is that you, you're making your own loops. Yep. You're, you're, you're being hands-on with it. You're creating what you're, and, and that's what we've been doing about with everything with making music period yeah because we we didn't know how to do it so we said fuck it like 
Start with what you got. Fucking learning myself, bro. Which is crazy, bro. <laughs> was it? What was? It, what about your job, bro? Like, what? What? What led you to that? Like, did you? You didn't just find that on Indeed? Yeah, they called me, bro. And that's the type of shit that I be doing, bro. Like, when I get an opportunity like that, I'm taking it. I was so. <clears throat> when I was living in Illinois, I was working some bullshit ass warehouse job full time from like 3 p.m. to 1:30 a.m. And then had school full time from 8 a.m. to fucking 1 p.m. Right. for two years straight. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, all day with it. Dude, it was crazy. So then I moved back to, uh, so what helped me move back to Kentucky, um, you know, it, it wasn't easy for me to just be like, oh, cool, I got an apartment in Kentucky I can go live in. Right. Um, my grandma let me move back, move in with her until I got my shit straight. Um, so I moved back in September. I started working at DHL in October. So I was working DHL third time, fucking bullshit ass job. Um, and then I put my fucking resume out there on Indeed and all this shit and fucking TQL. One of the recruiters called me and was like, hey, like, blah, 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 blah. Did a phone interview. Uh, went in an interview with the recruiter and then an interview with the manager, bro. And told me I was hired. And after that, it was fucking history. That's, that's dope. <laughs> Well, shit, bro. And the entire time when I was telling people I was interviewing there, they were like, oh, I used to work there. Like, you don't want to do it, this and that. Or, yeah, my friend worked there. He didn't make it, this and this and that. And I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. Like, right. I ain't them. Like, right. like, I'm not your friend. I'm yeah. not you, motherfucker. Like, I got a job for the next six months. Right. And who knows how this job's going to go. But I'm going to fucking be a sponge. Right. And take everything in and see where the fucking goes and chilling right now. <laughs> I appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you doing this, bro. Because if anything, it's, it's shining some light on whatever you got going on as well, bro. So I'll probably mention you on the, in the description and whatnot. But Hell yeah. Appreciate you. Let's cook up some nah, fucking beef. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs>